Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in here in Mississippi at WYED 94.1 FM and WYEDonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could be with us as well. Have a treat for you guys for this next segment. We're excited to welcome back my friend, author Jody Lee Stewart, to our broadcast. Jody's an author that has written a lot of books I've really enjoyed, and she's been able to take us into the lives of different characters throughout the years. This year is no different as she's celebrating her newest release called The Gold Rose. When talked to Jody not only about her own love of storytelling, but what it's been like for her to craft stories that people have enjoyed reading and also telling other people about. If you all have not gotten The Gold Rose for yourself, of course we'll let you know how to be able to get that, as well as how you can stay connected with Jody as well. Jody and I were just talking. We've known each other now for quite some time, so it's great to be able to catch up again live. Jody, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you, Cyrus. It's always a pleasure, and it is a homecoming. Thanks so much. Hey, the pleasure is definitely all mine. So, Jody, let's start at the beginning, because I think what is always interesting when I'm talking to individuals I've interviewed over the years is being able to see how their their lives have changed from book to book. What has it been like for you, though, Jody, to look at yourself as a storyteller and to see what this journey has been like for you as you've gone from one book to the next? Well, I've moved from state to state. Does that does that count? <laughs> I started this little journey of writing about protagonists in Arizona, and I was living in Texas. Now I'm living in Arizona, and I'm writing about protagonists in Texas and around the world. But uh, I don't know if that's uh, ironic or is something providential. Um, <clears throat> my journey from writing contemporary books, mostly young adult to writing now uh, historical fiction has kind of mirrored a lot of things that happened in my life in the last 10, 11 years in this journey as a novelist. Um, I think, you know, all of us go through hard times, good times, joyful and sad times. And I don't know, for me, those resonate. They stick in my skin like ticks. And then I start writing. Um, We get older. And we get wiser, hopefully. And I think that's what you see in my journey. Got you. I want to talk about the historical fiction. I'm glad you brought that up because that's definitely one of the things I wanted to get into because I think there are some people who um, they just like good stories, right? We don't a lot of times think about where they're set. We just think about the characters, how we resonate with them, if they speak to us. What is interesting about you, Jody, is that you've been able to write characters that even in the Gold Rose we see that are relatable, even though the time period itself we may not know much about. What has that been like for you to marry your love of historical fiction with characters that people today can be able to relate and enjoy reading about? Well, really, if you want to look back at, you know, from biblical times, really, have we really changed at all? We we love, we hate, we enjoy, we suffer. Human characteristics, the human experience really doesn't uh, evolve that much, although people like to believe that we're more space creatures than we ever were before or robotic. We're not. We still wake up every day and hope to have a good day and hope that our loved ones are safe 
and hope that we have something to eat and that we have a roof over our heads and beyond that. So the human experience really doesn't know a time era, I think. Wow, I like that. I like that. So do you find that for yourself then, um, the decision on what you want to write, does it start with an idea or place or, or with a character that comes to you? What What is your process like, Jody? It's really strange. I get an image of something in my head, and I will write it. For instance, when I wrote Triumph in the, the last novel, the first thing that came to me was about little Willie being stolen. That's in the first chapter, and I won't go into that in depth. But this one, I kept getting this image of this little baby girl, about two, running down this road alone and terrified during a storm. And I thought, what is that? What is that? So I sort of created a, I started writing about that. And then I went, whoa, I love this little girl. And so I created a character named Pinky, put it into my latest novel, The Gold Rose. Um, At that same time, I was watching IP Man movies. I know that's odd to a lot of people. But the IP movies are based upon a real person in China who was a, a wing Chun Chun master, I have a hard time with Mandarin, um, master, and they created four or five movies about his life, some of it fictional, some of it not. And I was, I just got so interested in the martial arts again, I've never taken them, but I just, I find them fascinating. That and that little girl, and then my desire to see things right in the world, just created this book. I just started writing The Gold Rose, which, right, of course, right. you know, I, The Gold Rose is an agency. I thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, it, I'm glad you did because that's going to lead into my next question. Uh, because I think there are people looking at the book, you know, they would think maybe one thing when it came to The Gold Rose. And, of course, mm-hmm. that the rose does appear um, throughout the book for those looking at it. But it, you're right, it is an agency. I want to talk about that because, again, it goes to what you've been able to do as a storyteller, uh, Jody, because we've, we've talked about several of your books here on this broadcast over the years. And all of them are, you know, even no matter where they're set or what the situation, they all are set, it seems like, not only on a literal journey, like what we see in The Gold Rose and in other books, but also an internal journey with the characters. So what was that like for you to take us into Rose International in that world? Well, you know, the word that comes to mind is oppression. Uh, Oppression is prolonged, cruel, or unjust treatment or control of any kind. And it doesn't matter what age, what gender, what color, what level, what country you live in. Oppression is the enemy of the human experience. And so I created this agency called the Gold Rose. With It was an international clandestine agency in the 40s, 1940s. And their whole goal is to snuff out oppression of those who cannot snuff it out themselves. And so, I mean, my whole thing in life, I have this deep personal desire to see a wrong thing corrected, to see the scales of justice righted, and to see what I call the greatest of all human dramas, triumph over adversity. And with this agency, I got to live through that, how they could go and rescue mostly children, but not always. And it's funded, you know, across all political, geographical 
uh, barriers, and it was very deeply satisfying to me to create that agency of people, a huge network of people that operate secretly to take care of and to rescue people who cannot rescue themselves and who are lost. So yes. might be lost. You, 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 little Pinky was lost. Little Babe was lost. So um, that's that's how that came about. And I think it's just that thing that I have of wanting to see things, you know, maybe it's just the good over evil. <laughs> so let's talk about Pinky because I'm curious how much of Jody is in Pinky because Pinky is someone <laughs> who is definitely a survivor but also artistic um, someone who definitely has skills. Um, what was it like for you crafting Pinky, and how much of yourself did you give to Pinky? Pinky's verbal assault as her weaponry um, it really hits home for me. Um, not all of us, you know, have martial arts skills and hmm. and uh, those kinds of things, and we aren't women as women. We aren't always as strong as men, et cetera. But we have the value and the um, complexity of the human tongue. And I would say that Pinky's greatest trait that would be most like me would be her ability to turn around and uh, literally cut a tree <laughs> with her tongue. Um, also, her ability to to survive. I don't want to blow any you know good points, but when Charlotte comes for her in that very unusual setting... Um, when Charlotte, Agent Charlotte, comes to rescue her, where she is, her ability to survive in an absolutely ghastly situation, I would, um, I, I put a lot into that because I understood that. Mm. So, yeah, and and that brings up another point. I mean, the the the, the characters were able to meet along the way. Characters like Gina. Did the I mean did they just kind of form for you as you began writing the story, Jody, or did you have in mind what their roles were in relation to the story and, and to Pinky's journey? Well, I have to admit that as I go along, I, I used to scoff at when people would say, "Well, the characters just led me here and they led me there," because in the beginning, I wrote all kinds of outlines and chapter summaries and and all that and then at some point that stopped and I realized I began to write uh, my stories that they really did the characters will lead you somewhere and it's because they have formed already in your mind they've they've taken on a life and I have to admit that as I'm writing a lot of times I'm very surprised where I go and I used to think that was bogus but it isn't so I had a great idea what I wanted to do, but I wasn't sure exactly how to make it all come together. I was going to have Pinky and, and Babe meet, for instance, and then I trashed that and changed it. So, yeah, it, it kind of develops as you go along. They really do speak to your heart. And after I create them, my characters are real. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I think they become real in many ways to other other people too. I'm going to get more into 
where you decided to set the book and the journey again, that's one thing I've gotten to realize from your book. You don't mind taking us through, as I mentioned earlier, a physical journey. So we're going to talk about that. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, though, even on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome back Jody Lee Stewart to our broadcast today. Jody's the author of the new book, The Gold Rose. We're going to remind you he can get your own copy of the book and stay connected with Jody. Jody, I know from following you on social that you like history but you also like travel. And this is not the first book that you've been able to take us on a physical journey. But talk to us about the settings. How did you decide where you wanted to be able to take this book? Well, like I said, watching IP Man, I knew I was going to have martial arts in this book. And so actually people think all martial arts came from either Korea or Japan. They really didn't. They originated in China. And So I have a daughter-in-law who spent 13 years in China, and I admire that about her. So, I mean, I kind of got my sights set on something in in China from that. But And I I love Mexico. So Pinky, with her journey going from... From Texas to Mexico to Argentina, and then at the end, she's actually in Brazil. But I love all the Spanish countries. I absolutely love South America. So that was uh, that was easy. I did spend half a year one time in Mexico when I was very young. Well, yeah, 19 is pretty young. Um, and so I have those those feelings and those sights and sounds and tastes in my uh, DNA from that time. And so the China thing came from the martial arts and then my daughter-in-law actually having been there for so long. And um, as far as Charlotte, she's the agent for Rose that where this all ties together. The Texas part is because I'm a born and died in the wool Texan. <laughs> and I like to begin a lot of my books in Texas, even if they fan out to Arizona or um, well, I guess they do fan out a lot to Arizona, don't they, or to Oklahoma? Yeah. But I, I have the Texas blood in me that I can never, you know, I'm a Lone Star State gal. But as far as traveling around the world, this caused problems for me because I'm someone who loves the spice of foreign words and phrases in my writing. Well, I'm not a linguist. I'm a storyteller. I'm an editor. I'm a storyteller. I'm not a linguist, but I love those words. So guess what I had to do? I had to get advisors. I didn't want to just look it up or Google it. Hey, how do you say this in Croatian? I, <laughs> so I had actually a Spanish advisor, two Chinese language and cultural advisors. I had a, a Croatian advisor, an Italian advisor, a martial arts advisor, and a telecommunication telecommunications advisor from who understood about 1940s and 1950s communication. And it was just wonderful to to have them in my life and to work with them and to have the authenticity that they gave to me by allowing me then to add what I call spice to my writing by having those phrases and words. You know, that that's interesting to hear you talk about the language because that is one of the things that, you know, I mean, of course, for myself, I had no idea what they were saying. But you're able to get the context <laughs> enough of <laughs> that nothing is what lost. What the heck the is story. Jody saying Yeah, here. <laughs> you know, in, in the story. But, I mean, is that part of the fun for it, too, that you can really add not only your own flavor 
to it, Jody, but also add that authenticity that you're talking about, even though it is a work of fiction. It is fun. It's a ton of fun, and it's a ton of work. Besides, right. I mean, did you know that if you don't have the four basic tone marks over every Chinese word, that they may not know what you're talking about? That those tone marks mean everything. There's four of them. Well, I had a lot of those wrong from Googling my in my draft. And so I showed it to my daughter-in-law, who has a best friend who's Chinese and who lives in Canada, and they were like, oh, you got so many facts right, but you got so many of these things wrong. So it took a whole day, and we had to work on that and get those tonal marks good. So there's a lot of work to it. I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want some a Chinese reader to look at it and go, oh, boy, this this gal doesn't have a clue about our language. Well, I really don't, <laughs> but I knew yeah. people who did. <laughs> so right. it was fun, but it was a lot of work. And let's talk about the work and the journey for you, Jody, because, I mean, you and I were talking. We've known each other now for over a decade. I mean, going back to summer of, 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 of the ancient, um, you know, we're talking, what, 12 years now at yeah, this point? Yeah. When you began 12 years ago, could you have imagined that the gift of writing would take you where it has? No. Uh, in fact, no, I wouldn't have guessed that. I just thought if I can just write one book, then it was two, and then it was three. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll write five or six and then quit. Well, I know now, with this being my seventh, that I'm never quitting. Probably as my funeral, I'll say, uh, write that down when somebody says something good. <laughs> Be sure to write wow. that down. Um no, I never would have guessed that, it would, especially writing internationally. I just didn't know that I could do that. I didn't even know I could write books till my mentor, when I took that fiction writing class 10 years ago or 11 years ago, uh, the last assignment was either write three more short stories, fiction. I had never written fiction before that course, or write the first chapters of a novel and summarize every single chapter throughout. I'm like, what? I said, I'm not doing that. And she said, oh, yes, you are. She said, you never stay within my word count. You are going to write a novel. So I did that and almost blew my brain cells out, but I did it for an assignment, and then I was hooked. I was totally hooked. I wanted to just keep writing novels after that. How has the way that this world has changed, how has that impacted you, Jody? Because, I mean, since you released that first book, Summer of the Ancient, of course, you, you know, some of my favorite books by you, Blackberry Road, of course, being one of my favorites, The Accidental mm-hmm. Road, of course, Triumph, uh, and now you've given us a gold rose. I mean, the world has changed a lot since your last release, for one thing. Um, mm-hmm. The way that we connect with one another continues to evolve. Social media is becoming even more important um, for us in staying connected. What, how has that impacted you as a storyteller and the kinds of stories that you tell? Not a whole lot, really, Cyrus, because as I said before, the human experience, it may fluctuate, but it really doesn't change drastically. We still have the same needs and wants and desires and and our desire to be part of of a group or not. But writing historical fiction, I think, keeps me locked into a time that is no longer here. And I really like that. (laughs) I kind of crave the old days in a way 
because everything was a lot more, you know, shake hands as your bond and, and uh, you know, you could leave your house unlocked at night and a lot more of that than we can nowadays. I really, um, I've really stopped watching a whole lot of the national news, if you really want to know the truth, because it's, it's pretty depressing. And i got to say very upbeat and very happy to write as I do. And uh, so, yeah, it, it does affect all of us, but I think when you write historical fiction, you're a little bit more, maybe just a touch more immune to what's going on in the world. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting you say that, though, uh, Jody, because I think it is – the reason why I wanted to ask you the question, I was speaking to an author in an earlier segment, and she was saying that it's almost impossible for her to try to write and not to have something she's dealing with currently in the current environment and situations and themes mm-hmm. find itself in your work. So I, I think about work like yours, like Blackberry Road, that is very timely. Um, I mm-hmm. think about Triumph, which I still think is a very timely book, and I, I appreciate what you said about we are still the same, right? Does does that mm-hmm. surprise you, I guess would be my question? Does it surprise you that we are, with all our advancements since the 1940s and the time that the Gold Rose was set in, that we are still that we are still the same type of people? Yeah, it really does. I, I expected more. And I and I continue to expect more. I want I want the color, race, gender thing to go away, and it never does. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that people can't can't get along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it surprises me that we can't put away the prejudices and the foolishness of the past and go forward a stronger, better, shinier people. Um, it's a little bit of a disappointment, frankly. Yeah. So that brings, I'm sorry. So that brings me to this question, then, Jody, because I'm when I think about historical fiction, I think about entertainment, but I also think about lessons. Is that part of what comes into this for you as well? That we not only appreciate these settings, but also appreciate the lessons that these times hopefully taught us or will teach us. Yes. I mean, I guess I'm. My kids used to say, Mom, do you always have to have some kind of moral high ground in everything you say? <laughs> no, I don't, but there is a moral high ground. Right. So there is a lesson, yeah. There are lessons, I believe, in life, and there are lessons in novels that we write. Um, my characters often have to go through a lot, <laughs> and at the end of it, they learn a lot. And I, I think that's important for the reader, because don't we read not just to be entertained, but also to be educated and right. maybe to uh, have our emotions uh, stirred. And when our emotions are stirred, maybe we can learn, you know, if you're if you're laughing, they say they say that comics, comedians have the best way to teach if they just would, because while people are laughing, their defenses are down. And um, I like to add humor to my books, and I, you, you've kind of pinpointed a little secret of mine. In the humor, you will usually find a lesson too. Yeah, such a great point, and such a great conversation about another great book. And Jody, as I told you once again, 
We had no problem talking for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, everyone, well. Jody Lee Stewart has been our guest. The Gold Rose is her newest book. You can get it as well as her other six books on Amazon.com. You all can get it there. Uh, and, Jody, how can our audience stay connected with you? Well, my newest thing is I'm on YouTube, and it's uh, author Jody Lee Stewart, and my name is spelled a little differently, J-O-D-I-L-E-A. Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, the spelling my husband says is the only spelling. Okay, uh, so that's who I am on YouTube, and I'm trying. I'm putting my book trailers on there, and I know everybody's saying, you got to start making personal videos. Well, I haven't done that yet, but I will. But I'd really love you to connect there, and then my website is JodyLeeStewart.com, and then I'm on every other single social media thing except TikTok, so... I think you can find me all over. Well, Jody, another great chat. Really appreciate you stopping back by. I know we're going to be talking on another platform again really soon, but looking forward to our next conversation together. Thank you, Cyrus. I always appreciate you having me on, and I love talking to you, and I love laughing with you. (laughs) Thank you. Same here. Same here. We all need some more laughter in our lives, as well as... You all need a new book from Jody, so make sure you guys get the gold rose. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.